0: a little word of warning that this podcast contains swears and use of explicit sexual language. Therefore, it is not suitable for anyone under the age of 18 or anyone who thinks that period play is when you bugger about with punctuation.
1: Hello all.
0: And welcome back to the Smut Drop. This is your weekly roundup to the more eccentric side of sex and relationships from Metro.co.uk. I'm Miranda Kane, and on this week's show I'll be riding the crimson wave and looking at why you should be having more sex on your period, speaking to Ruby wrote about having sex during that time of the month and I'll be reading your period play stories. And I hope you're ready. Because Auntie Flo has definitely come to visit. Hello, 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 dearest listener. Oh, that's right. It is all about the period sex this week. What do you think of it? Uh, Big turn on? Big turn off? Well, I decided to get on board the survey train this week and I found that in a survey of 500 people conducted by the Flex Company, 83% reported that they'd had period sex and 55% thought of period sex as natural or awesome. And yeah, okay, 39% thought of it as kind as gross. But I'm going to tell you, as is my right and proper duty, why you need to be having more period sex. So I found in the Metro.co.uk archives a little article with 13 reasons why you should have more sex on your period. Number one, it's not as messy as you think, come on things are going in there you don't have to worry about anything coming out and yet you might cause a bit of a spill but you can always clean it up there is definitely no need for the hazmat suits or biodomes it's just blood we all have it an interesting little factoid the blood that you have in your uterus is exactly the same as the blood that you have going through your veins you can't actually tell people think that there's some magic test you can take to see whether period blood is different to blood that's you know everywhere else but it's not it is exactly the same so suck it up men women have to put up with your bodily fluids going everywhere all the time so shut up and get on with it Three, periods are not gross or dirty. They're natural. Half the population get them every single month. And frankly, they're the reason you're all here. Four, by having more period sex and talking about it, telling your mates about it, we're breaking down the stigma.
1: Oh,
0: come on, girls. We need to get talking about it. Five, having sex on your period can help with cramps. So, look, I know it might seem like a bit of a nightmare, but for some of us, having sex on our period does give a bit of pain relief. So, the Metro spoke to GP Dr. Candy Alifor, and they said sex can help with cramps and this is because the orgasmic relief after sex relaxes your uterus and releases some chemicals called endorphins, which help you relax and ease the pain oh how great is that uh getting it on whilst you're on your period can actually shorten your period it turns out that all the contracting your uterus gets up to when you're having an orgasm makes lining and blood come out faster meaning that frequent sex sessions can reduce the length of your period see everyone's doing it and look I'm not going to lie, I do get a bit more hornier when I'm on my period. I think that at the end of the day, having sex on your period isn't the actual problem here. I think the real issue is that it's fear of the unknown. So if you're thinking about it, but maybe you're too scared to try it, talk to someone who's done it. Explore a new perspective oh my god it's almost like what you need to do is stay listening so you can get more advice from this week's guest Ladies and gentlemen, gays and days it's that time of the month when it comes to our periods. Conversations around them might be getting a bit more normalised, but period sex still seems like a taboo. But here to help me dispel some myths around it and embody a wake up, kick ass mindset is an expert in menstrual health who founded Wooka, the UK's leading period wear brand. It's Ruby Wright. Hello, Ruby.
1: Hello. Thank you so much much for having me Miranda
0: not a problem how are you where are you set the scene for us
1: where am I I'm in an industrial area (laughs) in north of London (laughs) just packed I think 2,000 sets of pads
0: wow another busy day (laughs) a menstrual health expert what made you want to go into menstrual health specifically
1: i think i wanted to do more environmental and i ended up being in the menstrual space Um,
0: Ah.
1: yeah so my my all my life um i've been quite scientific studied science um did um, environmental science at open university it was i think when i was doing the education in um open university i stumbled open up on the like waste problem uh plastic waste and that's how I stumbled on periods, actually, more from an environmental angle rather than social cause. I would say mm. always social cause in heart. Obviously, I my my mum is quite philanthropic and always wanted to help people, so I had that I think instinct. But yeah, the the main reason I started WUKA was like I grew up in Nepal, so lots of taboo and stigma around periods. My first period, I was sent to my aunt's house and said that I can't see any male people in my life. Mm. Go to kitchen, pretty much given my own cups and bowls and said like, look, you are untouchable for 7 days.
0: Mm. And that's
1: that's literally how it started. From that day onwards every 4 to 5 days a month. You are untouchable. You can't go to kitchen. You you can't attend wedding. You can't attend funeral. You know, like all of those cultural and social oh, no. activities that you are supposed to do together. Yeah, quite quite extreme, I would say. Yeah. And in far western part of Nepal, this gets more serious. With the women and the girl actually have to do away from the house every month. Now, in my case, I only did once, and then that's it. I said, like, I'm never doing it. Mm. But I grew up seeing my mom. Um, sleeping on the floor and my dad sleeping on the bed when she was on her period, you know, and I still think that it should be the other around. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> More comfort than anything else. Yeah, um, if they're the ones with the problem, they're the ones that can get on the floor. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So quite a, quite a different scenario. So when I started looking into like waste problem, then I thought that actually there's no comfortable period product that is available in the market that you can say like, actually, this is quite comfortable. You know, you wear tampons, sometimes it's dry down there, so you can't push it properly, the tampons or pads are like quite rustling. Sometimes the stickiness sticks to your pubic hair. And, you know, there's never such a thing that you actually wear a menstrual product and you're like, actually, I can forget that I'm on a period kind of thing.
0: Yeah.
1: So I thought like, one of the one of the easiest thing that you can teach even like 10, 11 year old girl is like how to wear underwear. Mm. So I thought like, why can't we just have an underwear that people just wear like a normal pants and just take it off, wash it dry, use it again. So you don't need any
0: menstrual products. You don't need a towel. You don't need a tampon. It's just literally like a pair of pants you just pull on.
1: Yes, absolutely. Oh, nice. Such a relief. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some people yeah. might be thinking like what am i bleeding on my pants kind of way but actually we don't feel that way <laughs> let it flow let it
0: flow exactly um, <laughs> and this cuz cuz like you were saying cuz uh, you were coming at it from an environmental point of view as well as your own cultural points cuz what is i found uh, the statistic it was 200,000 tons a year being sent to, to just UK landfills, so that's not like even yes, globally. Yes. That's UK landfills. Now, I'm I've got nothing against a menstrual product. Like I'm a I'm a heavy flow kind of a gal. <laughs> like I I need them, but it's still quite shocking that we don't have anything that's you know that's biodegradable or that's quite you know well known and you know because I would say that the is doing great work, but it's it's not something that's You know, you don't go to the uh, tampon aisle and see them there. And I think you should. That should be, you know, you should have sanitary towels,
1: tampons and period pants, shouldn't you? Absolutely. A hundred percent. You know, how can an entire shelf of a supermarket is just given to two brands? Mm. That is just wrong, right? It's almost like there's a monopoly in the system by a company who just purely just produces disposable. Mm. And not just that range, but all other ranges are all single-use disposable. So um, 2020, we became the first period pants to go into the supermarket and we were in like Sainsbury's Isle. Um, Now you can find it in some of the story in Morrison's, Planet Organic, um, Whole Foods, those kind of things. But still, I think there are quite a lot of like supermarket really hesitant. All they want is like three sizes, SML, because apparently everybody's SML. (laughs) I'm rolling my eyes there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's, just, it's just the thinking behind it. As a plus-size woman, let me tell you, there is not a chance I'm going to be able to bend myself in any kind of way to get a moon cup in there. So for me, a pair of plus-size pants will be absolutely delightful. And yet, yeah, we're working with
1: SML. Oh, Sainsbury's, come on. I know. So, so... At the moment, we are in Morrison's and Superdrug, and we have told them that if they don't take other size ranges, we won't work with you. So they do um, online other sizes. But we actually, on the back of it, uh, designed an underwear where one size fits four sizes. So between the two skews, yeah. like the size one and size two, and size one fits extra small to large, and size two fits extra large to four extra large. Ah. So now you can go to supermarket just with the two sizes, But that will fit like 95% of the population. So (laughs) it's problem solving. Really well
0: done. But I mean, this is, this sounds like this is one of the things you enjoy doing. Problem solving. What do your family think? Your family were the same people who sent you off to your aunts in, you know, when you were having a period in Nepal. And now you're coming back and saying, I'm a menstrual expert. I've set up my own brand. What do they think of this?
1: I I think the first two years my parents actually didn't realize what actually I was doing so they had nice yeah barely very little clue <laughs> about it <laughs> I think in a way that's good <laughs> it's only when I started like winning some awards then they were like oh so you went all the way to UK and won like a prestigious award and I mean last year when we got the Queen's Award and wow. um, we went uh, I went to Buckingham Palace and then I think that then the reality hits in like okay she's a big deal now kind of thing, (laughs) which I'm not, honestly, I'm not, but I think in the world, it just looks like that. Uh, But then I think that is the reality it gives to them that, okay, whatever she's doing is great. And then I started helping um, some of the charities in Nepal and we, the first stock that went out to Nepal, we my mom actually went together to distribute it. And it was for girls who were blind or in the wheelchair so who had like a limited accessibility and and i think that's where she actually met people firsthand and understood the whole story of how life-changing these just a simple pair of underwear can be you know yeah oh man that's so that's
0: really like So impactful. And so because there are so many things to it. There's the accessibility issue, there's the environmental issue, and then there's the cultural issue of just being able to know how much of a difference this makes rather than being isolated from your from your family. So so it kind of really does behove me to start
1: talking about period sex. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I you know like I, I've been listening to some of your podcasts before this and I was like oh dear like there's like basically no whole spot and am am I comfortable <laughs> here <laughs>
0: <laughs> no holes barred at any time of the month. So I am really sorry to bring it down to a smut level, but that's why we call it the smut drop. We go down into the gutter, Ruby. I know. Absolutely. So, <laughs> what are some of the worst myths about periods that you've heard and you just want to dispel and shake people out of it?
1: Especially with the period sex, I would say, is people think that if mm. you have sex while you're on your period... You won't get pregnant, how wrong that is, mm. because I think there is there is this there was, there is one myth about like menstrual cycle is of twenty eight days. actually, in fact, only thirteen percent of the people who menstruate have that twenty eight days of cycle. yet, since very early on we are taught that you have twenty eight days of cycle, and sometimes it doesn't fit, so there might be time within that fourteen days of cycle, you might be still ovulating and you might have an early period. So the eggs are still there, ready to mingle. <laughs> um, and yeah, you might get pregnant, basically. So I think that is one of the things that people don't often think about it and think like, okay, you know, like, maybe that is the one time we have sex, you can just free flow or not care about using condoms, those kind of thing. Mm. I would say, please, that's just a myth. Yeah, keep, keep it wrapped up. <laughs> Keep it around. <laughs> yeah, the other, I think the other something that I have, I think over the over the year, learn is language and and then and to say like you know not not only women have periods, kind of thing, and and being inclusive. And over the years, I've just been evolving and teaching myself. Like, okay, you know, like I, you have to be mindful about including everyone. And I think this is another myth that. Sometimes when we say people who have periods, we do get comments like, but why Why are you not saying women only kind of thing? Because women have periods. So often we have to justify that, okay, not everybody identifies themselves as a woman. So it's always nice to be inclusive um, in terms of language. Mm. Now we have got a longer version of like girls, women, People who have period, non-binary, <laughs> those kind of things. <laughs> Longer version, but but it's so nice just to be inclusive, and and I would definitely ask people to be mindful about this. And you know, not everybody gets it right at the first time. Yeah, not everybody is literate on like current trends, the PC that's going around, kind of thing. So give them a chance.
0: Yeah, I think it's all a learning journey, isn't it? You don't know what the language is going to be like in 10 years' time. People might turn around and go, oh, I can't believe you were saying non binary. And it's all learning, it's all a process. Like we're all doing it. So I, but I think exactly. being inclusive really does make a difference to someone if they're, you know, feeling already feeling different in a way so it does really you know it is something that is a small thing that can really make a a big impact just like your period pants yeah yeah so what about (laughs) what about when it comes to period sex is there particular benefits to it
1: oh yes well we did last year February time we did um, a campaign around period sex actually and we, we introduced our first lace collection that you can still feel sexy on your period kind of thing. And there are like quite a lot of evidence, strong evidence to show that actually having orgasm reduces the cramps when you're having a period. Mm. Some people also um, have headaches as symptoms of period and that actually goes away with orgasm as well. So there are quite a lot of the things. And I've got quite a few statistics in here and quite a shocking one in some of them.
0: Yes, let's go. We 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 love the statistics bus. Let's climb on.
1: All right. Only fifteen percent of the British female have had sex on the period. No, so little, right? Why do you think that is? Is that because of stigma or comfort? Why? Okay, so so period sex is a personal choice, right? Some people love it, like it, want to have a thrill, adventure, I guess, in sex, and some people are totally icky, like even with our period pants quite a lot of the people really don't like the idea of just free bleeding into the underwear. So there is this Mm. something about like ickiness that people feel. And I think, I believe that that is one of the reasons because it's never taught, never shown. I think my first movie that I actually saw, I I saw was called St. Francis. Now, if anybody has not watched it, I would highly recommend it. And in this one, you know, most of like, in the starting of the movie, within five minutes, there's either a sex scene or death or something like that. And there is this scene of like, where the girl has periods uh, while having sex. And the, they wake up in the morning and the blood is all over the guy's face and like all over the sheet. <laughs> I was like, so uh. relatable to quite a lot of people. I think so. <laughs> and, and and I think the, the guy in the TV is so casual. It's fine. It's okay. Yeah. It just makes you feel like, Maybe we need to see more in media yeah you know to normalize it uh, we have seen I think there has been shift from like heterosexual sex scene to now more homosexual sex scene to make it normalized kind of thing so why shouldn't these kind of things be part of like quite a few of the movies as well so I think media does play quite a big role like yeah. how often we talk about in public about it right and and it just Maybe I think I think we should have like a period sex like party where like girlfriend comes and tell their story. <laughs> I think that would be quite fun. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, like a period sex storytelling, like the moth, but yes. for period sex. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm amazed they haven't done that already, Ruby. I'd be well up for that. I've got, I've got some stories. I tell you that. So
1: really, go on, tell, me, tell.
0: Me. Oh, um, okay. So I think there's always the ones where you've you've forgotten a tampon. So definitely had the moment where I forgot the tampon was in there. Uh, so forgot the tampon was in there. Had sex, put another tampon in, thinking I'd, and then the next day I'm pulling out two tampon straight. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, it's like one little mouse chasing the other. It was...
1: <laughs> and I, I, I bet you're not alone, though, honestly, uh, Miranda. You will have quite a few people after this, I think, messaging you, saying like, oh, my God, I had the same thing as well. I, quite a lot of the time, I think people forget the tampons inside it actually, uh, especially when they go towards the lighter flow days of the period. Yeah just got caught up
0: in the moment you know what i mean and it was but that's much better than the first time i tried cuz i tried it without a tampon and i'd read in a book i'm not saying which one <coughs> secret i recall Girl, where they'd use the end of a sponge of a washing up sponge um, and I thought, I've got a washing up sponge and I didn't want him to know <laughs> that I had a, was on my period. So I used the washing up sponge and then shoved that up and all was fine. Had sex, not a problem. Uh, But then I had to spend about half an hour Googling how to get the sponge back out because it doesn't have a nice little string attached. No. So there was a lot of like having, you have to relax, you have to bear down, you have to relax again, go and have a cup of tea, have a nice warm bath, and just keep. I didn't know you could get like specific sponges for it, but you can. So, listeners, if you want to have sex on your period, but you you don't want to have, there are specific sex sponges you can you can use. <laughs> don't use don't use anything covered up in fairy washing up liquids.
1: Now, the, only when I was doing the research on the on this podcast, I actually found out there is this: if you want to have an oral sex when you're on your period, yes, there is this dental sheet kind of thing that most of the dentists use. I, I didn't know. It's like dental dams is what's called. Yeah. Um, so that it didn't become messy. So this is something for new for me as well. Like, okay, what is this? Then I'd be like Googling, like, okay, what is dental dams like? So apparently they are like the latex version of the thing. So... It doesn't get too much messy. I don't know whether you knew. I don't know what I was like.
0: Oh, I know, I know about dental dams, but I also know about bloodhounds, who are the guys who are very keen and they're just like, why would I want any protection? This is literally my my life's work is to go down on women when they're on their periods. So.
1: <laughs> wow. Okay. That's that's another new thing, isn't it? Like okay.
0: Speaking of which, how can we avoid mess? Like if we if we want to get down and we're all up for it, how can we avoid the, the sticky situation of mess in the bed?
1: The humble black towel that you have got in the house <laughs> 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 that you've used in while well, uh, drying the dog to Wiping the boots, you know, like you know the 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 shaggy one kind of way. Um, towels are always good. Um, there are like uh, some of the protective sheets these days you get that has got comfort on the top, and then you have got the leak roof sheet on the bottom as well, or a mattress protector. Ah. Uh, I mean, as simple as you can get It's like sometimes you can get like a black-colored mattress protector, something that it doesn't leak through the bed and everything. I would say like keep your like wet flannel next to your bedside, just in case, like, you know, like if you wanted to give a quick clean in between. Mm-hmm. The other thing that was quite often mentioned in our survey was most people prefer a missionary position for having sex when they're on the period compared to the other style because then you are slightly holding more blood inside you rather than if you are in doggy style kind of way.
0: Yeah. Oh, thinking about the gravity of the situation. Yes, I like it. you're a woman and you enjoy having sex on your periods what are the ways that we can start opening that up and letting men know that it's that it's okay you're not going to catch anything that it's not going to be five gallons of blood gushing at you like someone out of carry (laughs) it's only a couple of teaspoons
1: that is the myth right around like people say that they bleed quite a lot but actually In the four or five days kind of thing, on average, people bleed about 40 to 60 mil, which is actually quite a lot. But it's because of the viscosity um, and sometimes you get clots around it. So people feel that they've actually bled more than that really did. But I think, yeah, like I think talking about period sex should be not just maybe we should include men as well in that period sex party kind of thing. You know, it should not just be women only having fun, but maybe men should be involved. Now we're changing the whole party thing as we go along.
0: The more people we can educate this, the better. It feels like it's one of life's great ironies that you feel super horny on your period and your orgasms can help clear your cramps. But it's also the thing that that men get the ick about the most. (laughs) And it's
1: like, there is joy to be had in this. I think this is what I, I would blame the big disposable giants who've been telling us that periods are something to be kept secret and discreet. Still now, if you go to the supermarket, you will see quite a lot of menstrual product or incontinence product have got the word discreet in them and i think this is the thing the culture yeah. you know like mindset it's already been told in our head that okay period period sex anything that is related to vulva and vaginal health blood coming out should be all secret and should not be talked about it and i think yeah i think it's about like like decades of media telling us like okay this is not okay to talk about it this is how how modest we should be in having this conversation about it i think that and and the word sanitary you know like as if periods are dirty like we have to like keep them clean like some company selling us those I don't know whether you've seen this or not but there's like this content going around about this stick that people use it after they have sex to clean themselves kind of way It's like just go have a shower yeah that's it that's all it takes no. oh yeah yeah every every gynecologist are going like do not use that do not use that kind of way <laughs> But but it's like this like this sanitation that is fed into our head that okay, after having sex you have to clean yourself after having period you have to clean yourself use this product use this product but it's consumerism and the periods are blue and they come in a nice little <laughs> 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 periods are blue I mean twenty eighteen was the was the only year people started showing red like well big giant that's where the ad and the money goes so. More people started seeing it, but yeah, like twenty eighteen, I mean all these years, right, decades insane lot, lot more to go, a lot more to do
0: so where do you where do you start like if I'm listening to this and I'm like, you're entirely right, how can I start saying, right, I want to see less of these giants use the word sanitary, I don't want to see blue periods anymore what what can we do to help fight the fight?
1: So last Sunday, I sent out an email with a template email to all of my, in my Sunday email saying like, this is a letter, send it to all of the disposable giants who has been selling sunfree product, who has been selling discreet in their packaging, a letter to say, please change the language. Yeah. And I think it starts from there. It's like, how do we change the language? How do we evolve and, and make ourselves a bit more educated and aware about it? Yeah. And then we we post this in our social. So people can take more than just more than just buying underwear. You know, like for me, it's like this is I think it it has evolved into like such a bigger cause every year. I feel like I reach people's heart in a different way rather than just a product, but also like actually somebody's fighting for period pants tax, for example, you know, like tax on underwear. Somebody is fighting and standing up for like free menstrual product in schools, Mm. Um, Amika George was like incredible doing that. So I think follow those kind of people, surround yourself and then do one action. I would say one action a month, you know, whether that could be emailing those people or joining a rally, you know, listening to podcasts, Mm. definitely. Yeah. Like, one action.
0: <laughs> when you were, like, when you were sent away from home and for that week and you were on the floor at your aunt's house, because you're having your period, did you think... That that was going to lead to this amount of activism and setting up your own company. <laughs> were you were you grumpy Ruby, just curled up and going right? I'm going to sort this
1: out. I'm not having any of this bollocks. I'm not having it. I've I've always been rebel, and I think the reason I came to UK was just rebelling against everything patriarchy that Nepal had to offer. So I definitely wanted to be somewhere different yeah it's such a weird moment I went to my aunt's house being quite happy actually to do that because there I've got two cousins in there in the house and I thought like this is like the slumber party of the week you know like kind of thing and and then reality was quite different Uh, and it's quite like sad thinking about it that they would treat their own relatives cousins or even do the same thing to their own daughter like I don't. I still don't understand, like why families still do punishing their own child, punishing their own daughter, punishing their own daughter-in-law, to go through this every month. You know, it's and and honestly, like even in the cities today, there are quite a lot of families who segregate themselves away from either husband or kids or not going to kitchen. Still now, it's quite prevalent, even in a very educated society. I always say I'm a rebel. I. If somebody says you're wrong, I have to prove them that I am right. Kind of thing. If somebody says, go this direction, I'm going the other way. Kind of (laughs) way. Yeah. um, I've been campaigning for a period pants tax for four years now. And then every time May comes, I send my letter to the HMRC and start a petition. And then I reach like maybe 10,000. And then they're giving me the same response. And every year I go back again applying for the same (laughs) application. So quite quite persistent I would say. <laughs> Persistence
0: wins Ruby don't worry you keep going. <laughs> if there was something that you could go back to little Ruby who was on that floor and who'd been and who just discovered why she was going to what sounds like the world's worst summer party what what would you say to her? I think be
1: stubborn, <laughs> like, yeah. stubborn is good like I think sometimes stubborn is good like And I've always believed in intuition, like believing in like myself and your gut feeling about something. Yeah. Since, since very young, I have always like thought that, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Does this answer a question?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think because I saw that you've got this whole thing about wake up and kick ass. And one of my things is sometimes I don't, when I'm on my period, I don't want to wake up and kick ass. I want to wake up and go back to sleep or curl up on the sofa. So what is a good way for people to, to do that, to feel like they can get up and they can, and they can start taking
1: control? Oh gosh. I I do have this, and I've noticed this over the quite a few years in my time is like, I have this month where one month I'm like absolute devastated, emotional wreck kind of person with PMS. The next month I'm genuinely like the most feisty person. Don't even pick a fight with me, you know. Like I'm gonna win every battle with you, kind of way.
0: Yeah. Over
1: the time, I've realized that okay, this is my crying month. Let me just cry it out, (laughs) you know, like (laughs) on every little things that you can think of. Like (laughs) I, I, I've cried in watching MasterChef finals, like. oh it's like yeah yeah so I think yeah it's it's and I don't suggest everybody to wake up kick ass you know I think it's the attitude that we want to give is like regardless for years people have been selling us period in whatever way now people have more choice get educated get informed and go for the choices that is available more than anything else That, that that is what it matters it's like you know, one day I feel like I'm a, I'm traveling all day. I want to use this versus, okay, I'm staying at home. I want to feel comfy. I'm going to use this. And I think that choice really matters and really backing up like, company that really understand this values and ethos and stands for something I would say that is wake up kick-ass you know like
0: oh I love that yes that is being able to take control and enjoy the choices around you that are in 2023 yes. that might not be right in front of you in the supermarket aisle they you know they exist elsewhere now They're they're in a different space and that is how you can Take control, kick ass, and stop 200,000 tons worth of waste. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, thank you so much, Ruby. If people want to find out more information, where can they find you? So
1: you can go to wuka.co.uk, that's W U K A, stands for Wake Up Kick ass, .co.uk. <laughs> uh or on our socials everywhere we are at, uh, at Wuka wukaware, W U K A W E R.
0: Oh, thank
1: you so much, Ruby. Thank
0: you, Miranda. My thanks to Ruby wrote there. Do you know what? I learned so much. Now, I think you can have period sex in a variety of ways, but... Again, it's supposed to be something that's, you know, fun and you're in the moment and it's spontaneous. Stick a towel down. Do what you want to clear up. That It doesn't have to be anything complicated. The main thing is talking to each other, making sure you're all cool with it and and just going for it and having fun. And I think it was so interesting to see how other cultures were looking at periods. And I think it's it's so amazing to see someone who started off from that, you know, having to lie on floors and and come over to the UK and be able to start their own wellness brand and their own business that is about making women feel more comfortable and normalising periods. And I think that's so important. And I think it's also really important to make sure that people do know that you want to work against the environmental damage and anything like that. Look, like I said, I am not against period products in any way, shape, or form but yeah when you're looking at 200 tons of waste surely surely there's something we can do to protect the polar bears from our used tampons oh god oh what a lovely way to end it <laughs> come on let's go and have a look in the fun bags So last week, I asked you for your period sex stories. And Casey, on my Instagram story, she says, take out the tampon, take out the tampon. Even if you think you've taken out the tampon, just have a triple check. Found mine whilst I was in the bath a few hours later. (laughs) Oh, very true. Just double, triple check, do what you need to do. Sophie, also on Insta, she slid into my DMs. And said, sex workers, don't bother trying to hide your period. Enjoy it. I used to use period sponges, but one day I gave up as they were just too much hassle. Then I posted on Twitter and now I have a regular client who pays me twice as much every month. I even make him keep a period tracker on his phone. Now, that's excellent advice, Sophie. I love that. I'm always, yeah, I'm always up for men uh, or your partner of any kind keeping a period tracker on their phone just so they can, you know, just double, triple check. Because at the end of the day, someone asking you, oh, that is just going to get them a punch on the face, isn't it? Yeah. No, period trackers all for it. Dale, uh, now they emailed to say, can we talk about period sex more? My girlfriend is way more squeamish about it than I am. I don't think I need to have some kind of fetish just because I like having sex with my girlfriend while something natural is happening to her. I like having sex with her at any time of the month. Oh, Dale. Yes. That's what we want more of. I think it really helps if we get more people talking about it and just get rid of the stigma, break down all the myths about period sex and just start talking about it. So next week we're going to be chatting to a woman who, well, if you've ever seen Orgasm Inc. on Netflix, this is someone who practices orgasmic meditation so if you've got your questions fire them over send me your stories as ever, you can slide into my DMs, just look out for Miranda Kane on Twitter, TikTok and Instagram or email smutdrop at metro.co.uk I've been Miranda Kane, Smut Drop was produced by Pineapple Audio Production for metro.co.uk If you're enjoying this weekly dose of medicated cream, then. And just please leave me a nice review. In the meantime, I'm going to be back to prick up your ears next week. And remember, don't do anything I wouldn't do. But if you do, then name it after me.